0: now brought to you by olive tree bible software read study anywhere www.olivetree.com coming to you live
1: but not really live from gut check world headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove shaped state and gut check south command deep in the belly button above the buckle of the bible
0: belt it's the gut check podcast with your hosts ted cluck and zach bartles Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always by Zachary Bartles. Zach, we are uh, we we're getting into the into the holiday spirit here in our our house, and uh, I, I can tell you are too. Um, you've been vacationing, you've got that rested uh, tone in your voice, and um, yeah, I could tell that you're ready to do some great radio today. Am I right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never been more ready. I feel like with this time away, I've been able to refocus on things that matter.
0: <laughs> That's right to focus on your, you know, your podcasting empire, um, <laughs> the, the, the gut check empire. The
1: KD empire, remember that?
0: The KD <laughs> empire, that's right, our umbrella company. I absolutely do. I absolutely do remember that. Um, I remember at one point someone with those same initials asked me if that was a, a, a veiled, like, tongue-in-cheek reference to him. No. And Did he really? Yeah, that happened. <laughs> but then I had to tell him what it – no, have I never told you this story? No. And then I had to tell him what it really meant, and he chuckled in a way that was uh Disappointed sort of, chuckle? It was a disappointed chuckle. That yeah. was the word I was – it was a disappointed chuckle. And uh, it, it just – it left me wishing that the whole thing had never happened. You know what I mean? The, the whole interaction.
1: Listeners, if you're wondering what the KD empire is, if you have to ask, then you're nowhere near ready to know.
0: Right. And we're not going to tell you for fear of your own condescending chuckle, <laughs> yeah, disapproving, condescending <laughs> chuckle. Um,
1: it's actually in a blind trust now. That's right, being operated by Donald Trump's children. So
0: <laughs> that's right, baby. And you know what? We have uh, we've moved past all that as a company and as people, and we have <laughs> uh, some exciting new stuff to talk about. The the first of which is um, we've got a deal in the works for a new po- uh, a new uh, podcast sponsor. So. Um, any day now, there should be a delivery of uh, a new kind of organic energy drink uh, to your front doorstep and to mine, nice. um, to our various corporate headquarters. Uh, at which point, we will launch this new sponsor. So uh, I'm I'm stoked about. Good that. to hear,
1: man. I know that you were born in Jamaica, but now you're in the U.S. making deals. So thankful. So I'm thankful for that. This Thanksgiving season,
0: I am I'm always making deals, as it were. Um, speaking of making deals, baby, I'm going to, I'm going to go off script here a little bit. I know we had, uh, in our production meeting earlier, we, we, we hashed out kind of down to the minute what we wanted to cover here on the program, but, um, (laughs) uh, we're
1: already off schedule.
0: We're already off schedule. That's okay. Um, you brought it to my attention recently and, and I, you know what, to be honest, I didn't quite know how to take this, man. You made a deal, um, as an emissary of gut check press with your own, personal sponsor now are they sponsoring the program are they sponsoring zach Bartles's is lashing concerns i don't i don't know so i want you i want you to explain to me um the the kind of side dealings that you've had going on with this <laughs> with this lashing concern you you have partnered with a company um that specializes in lashing and lashing products um because you i feel because of this program are becoming like the the world's most preeminent lasher you know what i mean I'm like you're, the Tim Van
1: Shrimpy of lashing.
0: You're the Tim Van Shrimpy of lashing. Your name is synonymous with lashing. <laughs> when children around the world speak, when they utter the word lashing, <laughs> yours is the image that comes to mind. Except
1: for in like some countries where, like Singapore, where you get caned and that's lashing.
0: Like like most <laughs> like, nations, actually, yeah. But yeah. in the first
1: world, uh, you know, in
0: the first world, yeah, in the first world,
1: they say lashing. They smile and they think of me.
0: Dude, we think of lashing, we say it, and we smile wistfully because it's a fond thing here in America. We have, we have so many goods that we have to, we have to lash them together. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how affluent we are here in, uh, here in the United States. So I, I want you, baby, to – I don't know if you want to go chronologically. I don't know, I don't know how you want to do this, but I, I'd like you to walk me through this deal, the parameters of this deal. This is turning into like – this is kind of like a business podcast now
1: you know Right. Well, Michael Hyatt's going to be on in a moment and he's going to debate yeah. John Acuff.
0: Oh, that would be great. About about following your dreams and doing <laughs> business. <laughs>
1: well, um here's the yeah. thing. It looked for a while like we were going to have Guru for a sponsor again and so it yeah. would have been it would have been brought to you by Guru and Sugru. Uh but actually there'd been some shake up in their personnel and so I didn't feel like rebuilding all the bridges and doing all the footwork. That's okay. And I don't have the the energy to, to do that at the moment. You don't
0: have the organic energy to chase them down. <laughs> Ironically, no, I don't. Or the fake artificial energy, as it were. <laughs> Either kind.
1: But Sugru is the company that that's doing this little uh, sponsorship, mini sponsorship. Okay. And I don't remember who, but one of our listeners some time ago, three or four months ago, maybe even more, sent me a link to this product. And I've been wanting mm. to try it out this whole time. So... Finally, I just dropped him an email. I said, I'll talk about your product. I'll review your product on the air. I do the lashing segment, and they sent me a ton
0: of it. Nice, dude. Now, explain the product. What is it? So, Sugru
1: is an advanced lashing composite, if you will. Mm. Tactical lashing, high-end lashing. It's tiny little packets of this stuff. It's almost like poster putty. Remember that back in the yeah. 90s? Sure, 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 sure. you you'd- Put up posters in a youth group room with poster putty or sticky tack. Yeah. Aside, did you notice that when you ever you used that stuff, it stained the poster with like a gross oily stain, and also stained the wall?
0: Yeah, it would it would permanently stain the wall. But but for some reason, poster putty was way better than tape, right?
1: <laughs> I don't know why
0: we thought that. But... I don't know why it was either, because I, I think what I'm getting at and what you're getting at is that it wasn't better than tape, in that it would permanently stain your wall. Yeah, we all thought it was this amazing development. You yes. know
1: what I mean? <laughs> well, poster putty's not great, but this stuff—what you do with it is you form it into something, okay. and then 24 hours later, it's no longer putty. It's not malleable anymore. It turns into actual rubber. Okay, wow. So it's waterproof for the most part. It actually will um, insulate mm. uh, electrical cables. I'm actually I'm looking at some Sugru right now. Uh huh. I had. Uh, an ethernet cable to bring the internet into my laptop okay uh and it was starting to kind of crack and you could see the little wires inside so mm-hmm. i wrapped it up kind of cradled it with a little Sugru cast yeah and uh, I, it was a red cable so i used some red suguru and now it's all better <laughs> yeah it's been fixed dude. i did the same thing with my ipod charger which was starting to crack
0: dude leave it to leave it to suguru to put this product in the hands of the world's most preeminent lasher, I feel like this is, this is akin to what happened when Michael Jordan partnered with a, a, a then-fledgling Nike shoe company. And we all know—
1: No one had even heard of Nike until the Jordans came around.
0: No one had really heard of Nike before the—I mean, you know, in the basketball shoe market, I mean, Nike was at the bottom, all kidding aside— and they partnered with Jordan, and uh, obviously it took off and exploded into what it is today. And uh, and I, I I think Sugru has made a strategic partnership here with you.
1: What Jordan is to basketball, what Reed Carruthers is to curling, <laughs> I am to lashing.
0: That's right. I I just think <laughs> I think they made a very fortuitous choice here in who to sponsor. And they're, what David think,
1: Caruso is to acting. That's right.
0: I, I think they're going to be really pleased with the kind of lashing that that you're able to do now that you've that now that you've got their product. Now, can you can you tell us about anything else that you've lashed uh, sure. with Suguru with the product?
1: I made new little feet for my laptop. You know how those little rubber feet fall off? Okay. I made new ones and they're awesome. They sent me these like rare earth magnets so okay. I, you know, you Suguru one magnet to one thing and then one to like a shelf for the wall mm-hmm. and then you can throw your keys up there or whatever. I've been going nuts with those. Okay. I made this is really funny. This is, you will laugh at this, this is as funny as the Chinese lantern in my workroom. I made a little hook on the side of my monitor for my headphones, and and it turned into a little rubber hook, and I just hang them there, and that's where they sit. Oh, nice. I also fixed several of Calvin's toys, like he had some yellow like race cars (laughs) that were broken, so I used yellow Sugru. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Sugru is amazing stuff. I highly recommend anyone into lashing, get a hold of some. They sent me a ton of it, and it expires after six months, so I have been on a bender, man. Even even if you're
0: not—I just want to be clear for the listeners. Even if you're not really a part of the lashing community as of yet, Suguru is a um, great—you don't have to be an experienced lasher. You don't have to be the world's most preeminent lasher to use this product. It helps. Um, Even if you're a novice lasher— if you're intermediate, it does help. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I mean, we're not all going to open the box of Suguru and make a hook on our on our monitor. I mean, we're not all ready for that yet. I mean, we're not all at that level. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I just think uh, I, I just think there are all kinds of possibilities here. Can I can, can I level sort of a, a, a radio challenge at you? I'd
1: and love this to could hear be it. something yeah.
0: that we could yeah. This is something that we could pick up in a in a future app. I don't want to put a timetable on it, but um, do you think you could? You you said you fixed some of Calvin's toys um, with the Sugru. Do you think you could make an entire toy out of the product? For sure. Could you, yeah. Could you fashion your own toy for for Calvi? What
1: should I make? Do you think? I don't
0: know. I'm thinking like a guy, like a like a, <laughs> a like an action figure. Is that too ambitious?
1: No, I think what you just said is going to happen.
0: I'm okay, going to do it. Nice. Like now. Let's suss this out. Like, what, what action figure? An action figure I'll of tell you pl- what.
1: My son is no longer obsessed with Minecraft, and you and I have talked about how very fun it is to hear kids talk okay. at length about Minecraft. Uh, but now he's moved on to Pokemon, and he's got right. books full of all these different Pokemon characters, uh, and that's just as fun uh-huh. to hear all about. What this Pokemon does and what its weakness is and what Pokemon it evolves into and all this stuff. I think I'll... Look at his Pokemon Bible there and find a very simple one and try and create that and present it to him.
0: I like it, man. I like it. Uh, obviously, I'd like, you, I'd like you to photograph the Pokemon, and, and we can kind of loop back around to that on the program. But um, so, Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Zach, where can the listeners find Suguru? What, uh, what's the best way for them to, to get this product?
1: Uh, you can get it on Amazon.com or Suguru.com. Okay. And it comes from somewhere exotic. I got it in the mail and I was like, Oh my gosh, there's so much of this stuff. Yeah. I was afraid I wouldn't do it proud, and I think I did. I didn't undersell or oversell. I don't think we've undersold.
0: We we've exactly sold. We've sold it right because we're radio pros, baby. This is what we do. We sold out. We we've sold that's fine. That's fine with me. Of course Listen, that was
1: always the plan from the beginning, wasn't it?
0: That was always the plan, baby. It was always the plan. And and if anything it's just moved a little a little more slowly than than either of us would like. But um, nevertheless. remember
1: when the goal of all like youth group kids uh all everywhere was to become sold out you had to be sold out for yes. jesus like why was that the go-to thing i mean that's got a very negative connotation to it doesn't it's, it has
0: such a negative connotation yeah why was that the catchphrase that's funny but i distinctly remember that yeah like that we was, heard that, that was like every week yeah you heard it every week exactly that's so funny dude speaking of someone who's sold out and someone who's sold out in the best possible way um, to the gut check army. Um, I I think, you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about one uh, Chaz, Charles weebus. Weebus has been (laughs) quiet of late. Um, We, we go through kind of peaks and valleys in our relationship with weebus in that, you know, there are times when we weebus will be very close to us as a company and times where he will, he will kind of be distant. Um, I'm thankful to say that now is a close time with Weebus. <laughs> it's
1: um, a summer.
0: It's, yeah, it's it's a summer. It's a, it's just a beautiful season <laughs> in our relationship with.
1: Ironically, as it's getting colder and winter is setting in, right, it, things are kind of in the gut check world are are now thawing and becoming springtime.
0: Yeah, with Weebus, it is. It's like yeah, it's like being south of the equator in in a, <laughs> a weird way. So everything is switched. So... Our
1: toilets are now. Flushing in the opposite direction. And yes, I know that doesn't happen, so don't tweet me
0: that it does. No, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Isn't it terrible that we have to qualify that now? We have to say, don't tweet about it. There
1: this. are people out there whose whole lives are like listening, reading, looking at articles or IMDb entries and being like, ah, uh-huh. that's wrong. I've yeah. got to correct
0: it. What a miserable life that must be. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I, I tend
1: to be that guy, and so I can confirm okay. that it is indeed miserable.
0: So there's no joy in it for you. When you there's when you no hear joy. something and, you, and no, you... You have to do it. When you correct but, it, there's no there's no sense of, well, good, you know, took care of you that. You
1: look at that and you say, so this is what it's come to. This is what it's
0: come to. I'm tweeting at some total stranger telling them that they got some <laughs> bit of minutiae wrong.
1: <laughs> Assuming that they're going to be like, oh, thank you yeah, very much. Which they, which they never they do. Never Does do.
0: anyone ever thank you? Is anyone ever, like, courteous about it? No. No, of course not.
1: I don't remember what it was exactly, but I threw something at the Ronnie J. Martin. Okay. It, oh, it was it was when you were talking about Halloween costumes, and he said something like, I'm going to be Ananiris of Ananias yeah. and Sapphira, and I'll have a knife sticking out of me. Remember that?
0: Yeah, I remember that comment.
1: And I was like, why would he have a knife sticking out of him? That's true. And, yeah, he was not having it. It was very cold. It shut me down quickly.
0: Oh, fascinating, man. I've touched a nerve. Yeah, he was having no part of that conversation. Hit a bone. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy man, man radio radio tension man cross cross uh cross cross show tension <laughs> baby you worlds know
1: what, collide worlds
0: colliding you know who we've never ever had one moment one iota of tension with is is Chuck Webas
1: and <laughs> bringing it back around you're you're like the the lady in my uh, diaconate meetings who whenever we get off topic she gently and kind of carefully brings us back to an agenda. Did item. you know what
0: I've I've watched that lady <laughs> and I've learned from her. <laughs> Let's get back to something on
1: the agenda. Weebus.
0: That's right. That's right. You know what? I dry run all these show topics with her for about an hour every week. She's before mentioned I call it. you. I don't. I don't know if she's ever shared that with you, but we have a we have a lovely time together. <laughs> so anyway, so Weebus. Um, Weebus is is a. I think you would agree with this, Zach. He's a very creative guy, isn't he? Um, yeah, Weebus
1: is the Michael Jordan of being a very creative guy.
0: <laughs> let's just always use Jordan. Everybody's the Michael Jordan of something in this app. Wevus is the Michael Jordan of like uh surprising us with with nice things that he's cobbled together, you know? Like uh like audio from the shows or like a, an image. Um sometimes an actual like box of stuff. Or one uh, time it
1: was cash. It was just like 17 bucks. Here's some here's some banknotes. Some dollar
0: bills. Dude, and I was super stoked to get it. One time he sent <laughs> us a he sent us a Taco Bell gift card. Oh yeah. Um, he sent us some like Random shipments of energy drinks in in years past, but we got us
1: hooked on the guru. He,
0: he got us on guru. He was the guy. He was the guy behind the guy behind the guy who got us onto guru, and um, and we're grateful that he did because for a while we were sort of the Michael Jordan of the guru brand. You know what I mean? <laughs> they hitched their wagon to us, and and the thing just took off like a rocket ship, and. You know the proof is in is in the fact that you can now no longer go to a store without seeing a can of Guru Organic Energy, and I think it's safe to say. And
1: once that happened, they were like, "So wait, does KD stand for Guru Energy Drink?" And then they stopped calling us back. Well, and
0: once that happened, we we just you know much like um, you know some of the grunge acts of the '90s, we were uncomfortable with all the fame (laughs) and all the attention that we were getting, and we said, "You know what? We're we're just going to get back to." Just kind of the heart of of podcasting. You know, we're going to go small again.
1: We're going to only play shows in, like, dirty back alleys. (laughs) We're going to play
0: shows in really tiny little dirty back alley clubs. Um, (laughs) We're going to go back to – we're going to sell our huge lavish studios and go back to just, you know, maybe talking into a computer at our our respective houses. I don't know. Feels good, though. You know, for example – but anyway, Weebus has always been great, baby, at uh, at gifting us with things. He has. And Weebus reach out; he reached out to you recently. And again, I'm going to want the parameters of this because you're you're more of like the social media guy in our in our company. But um, Weebus reached out to you with a, a unique promotional opportunity, and I want you to uh, I want you to lay it on the listeners. What are we looking at here?
1: So Weebus has three books for a giveaway. Okay he did not specify how the giveaway would happen or anything uh-huh but the books are they're they're both either your book or my book okay there's a copy of facing tyson which is your first book right very vintage. good vintage
0: it's my first book man 2006 it's a that's yeah, a, good a one. decade old now wow can you believe it decade old yeah crazy
1: we got paper tiger which is i guess your second book right? that's
0: right that's uh yeah that was number 2 I think. Which is yeah, about
1: your time playing with the uh, now defunct Battle Creek Crunch uh arena football.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then that's a right. copy
1: of The Last Con, which is my most recent novel. Uh which is kind of a Burn Notice mm. meets Ocean's 11 meets like Dan Brown's older brother who writes stuff that's less hackneyed.
0: What's Dan Brown's older brother's name? Horatio Brown. Phil. Phil Brown. He goes by Philip. Philip K. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Philip K. Brown is Dan Brown's older brother. He he does more kind of like artistic stuff. He's never gotten like the widespread fame that Dan Brown has, but his stuff is better.
1: And yet Let's... my work is, is derivative of of <laughs> Philip K's. Yeah.
0: Your work is derivative of Philip K. Brown's work, not Dan Brown's work, just to be clear.
1: He never sold out.
0: Yeah. He never sold out. I mean he's he's angry and bitter and lonely. <laughs> In penniless, but <laughs> but he has his he has his integrity, doggone it.
1: <laughs> so these books, there's something interesting about them. They're yeah. used. They've been used. They've been okay. read by Chuck by Weebus,
0: Chuck Weavis and probably by the uh, the person or persons that that he bought them used from. <laughs> uh, is it safe to assume that? I'm not sure, but that's
1: definitely a possibility. Yeah,
0: I I want to know the lineage, the provenance. I, I, books should have a they should have a VIN number. You should be able to go to like. <laughs> book facts and see (laughs) see how many previous owners the book has had
1: like how many times has it been read on the toilet is what you'd learn from (laughs) the book facts (laughs) website (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah exactly
1: Uh. which incidentally is why i never buy used books from amazon anymore
0: yeah yeah i know i don't go to the library
1: either it's disgusting
0: no the library grosses me out man i feel like yeah,
1: there's always like some kind of like mystery snot stain or like bloody snot thing yeah, some, on like some mysterious page.
0: substance on it, like a you smudge know? there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is that? You're you're really selling it though. <laughs>
1: but- <laughs> We're talking it up, but here's the thing: Weebus is willing to sign these books himself.
0: Okay,
1: and now you sign
0: them as us or as Weebus?
1: Whatever you want.
0: Yeah, great. I want him to sign them as Weebus.
1: Yeah and us why not and us
0: yeah why not exactly from all of us
1: here at gut check you know everybody Chaz marriott whatever
0: he absolutely can yeah yeah absolutely Weebus has he has power of attorney in our company in that way (laughs) and by that i mean he can sign our books i don't know you start talking
1: about power of attorney gut check legal is going to get involved
0: that's true have you heard much from the boys over at legal oh gut
1: check legal is very much active Believe me, Man. Ted. You will know about this soon because we are in the home stretch of get Ted on Twitter.
0: Mm, mm. We're like a
1: hundred and twenty some references mentions away. Wow. It's like when you when you go on Wikipedia and they're having the fundraiser yeah. and they're like, if everybody who was reading this right now mm-hmm. gave three dollars, this would be over in a matter of two minutes. It's like that. If everyone listening to this right now goes and tweets. Uh, get Ted on Twitter. We'll be done in a matter of seconds. So go do Baby, that. Baby,
0: that's amazing. That's amazing. Now, can I ask you a question? Let's put a pin in the Weebus thing, and, okay. and we'll get back there. I promise. Um, you mentioned you mentioned Wikipedia. Do you have a Wikipedia page like for yourself as an author? I don't. Uh, can I admit something to you? I, I want, yeah, I want to have this conversation because like, I don't think I have one, do you I? You do not. Okay. I know
1: that because it was a time like six months ago. I was really bored uh, and okay, I was thinking about ways of like leveraging free things to promote your, your work. Yeah, and I thought like maybe I should make myself a Wikipedia page. <laughs> I thought maybe there'd be a reference to me in an article yeah. somewhere, somehow, because you know, I, I pastor a rather historic church. Sure. I, uh, I've got some traditionally published books, but there was nary a, a reference to okay. my name. You have a couple of uh-huh. mentions if, if you search for you, although not your own article. Okay. And I've got to admit, the thought crossed my mind for about two seconds. Maybe I should start my own Wikipedia page.
0: But that's probably what isn't that what everybody does? I, I guess I don't know. How do you get a Wikipedia? Page? Someone makes it. Like somebody else starts. Yeah. Uh, Someone anyone can make one. It. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Have Have you considered doing this? No, not really. I mean, I'm thinking about it now because you mentioned Wikipedia, but then it, but then it jogged my memory of like, yeah, I don't think I have one of those. So, I don't know, how big do you have to be to get a Wikipedia page? Are we big enough? I, I think we are. I don't know, I think
1: not. You have to have a certain number of references to you that will link to your page from other articles.
0: Ah, uh, I see.
1: I don't know that we would have any of that. Probably we could make it happen by yeah. like creating those links, but there's nothing <laughs> sadder than that. Yeah, that seems really sad. That's not. That's not selling out. That's giving up.
0: That makes self-promoting on Twitter all day long look like noble and, and vintage. <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: And once you have a Wikipedia page, you know you might write it all initially, but you no longer are in control once it's published. People can put whatever they want on it, and that that could be bad news,
0: dude. Maybe we don't want Wikipedia. You know it what I'm saying? Makes sense
1: to me that you'd want to stay off that grid, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And honestly, I think what would happen is you and I might, like, a, mm-hmm. make a gut-check Wikipedia page, the mods would remove it in a matter of mm-hmm. minutes. Because, like, yeah, this is insignificant. Yeah,
0: yeah, Wow.
1: I mean, you have to do something super significant, like record a album that does badly or be on a reality TV show.
0: Dude, but, yeah, like, see... So, like, I know guys that played, I don't know, like a game and a half in the NFL who have a Wikipedia page. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just... It's, it's a strange thing. Like, you know, is it more impressive to have... You know, done this than that. I mean, it's weird. It's another one of those, like, societal, you know, how you measure yourself sorts of things, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I think anyone who found, like, their satisfaction or felt like they'd arrived based on a Wikipedia page is its not my kind of guy, you know?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to be that guy or hang out with that guy.
1: You think Weebus has a Wikipedia page?
0: I don't know, baby. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would, you know what I mean? Because he's one of us. He wouldn't start it. He wouldn't start it, but maybe somebody has started a Chuck Weebus Wikipedia page, which would be pretty amazing, you know. If
1: not, I challenge one of our listeners to to do that under the radar and meet all the criteria, so that it will stay as mm. long as possible. We'll see how long it can stay. That would
0: be great. Yeah, we'll see how long it can last, and maybe maybe if it goes for a certain uh, length of time, we'll send Weebus a little uh, a little gift in return. But, baby, we're we're getting off topic because the topic here is Weebus has. Three used books that he's going to ship oh. to a very special listener after having signed them as himself and as us. So you'll get three signed copies of three um, vintage Cluck Bartles books, um, all for free and all from Webis. But what is the what 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 does the listener have to do? What what's the hoop that they have to jump through to get this?
1: I had asked you earlier if I could use this for my own purposes, and you
0: you very graciously said yes. Of course. This whole thing is for, for both of our purposes, you know? I mean, all this whole thing is always for our own purposes.
1: <laughs> yes. And I should mention uh, that Weavis is much faster and better at sending things out than me. Yes. You know, like how everyone got their prizes from the June giveaway like two weeks ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> but with Weebus, it would be a much quicker turnaround. So here's the thing. At the moment, I'm trying to drum up a little interest in a book that I'm writing – uh, it's a mm-hmm. sequel to, uh, not The Last Con, but to Playing Saint, mm-hmm. uh, my first novel. And I'm not quite sure what I'm going to call it. So I have this mm. survey on uh, Survey Monkey. Um, okay. Survey Monkey is like uh, chimp's cousin or something. And the survey that I have is what to call the book. Uh, there's like seven mm-hmm. possibilities. If you go to gutcheckpress.com survey, it will pop it up. Or zacharybartles.com slash survey. It will come up. Uh, and just fill out the survey and then send an email to info at gutcheckpress.com. Uh, tell me which of the things you chose, which title, which one you like, which one you didn't. Maybe give me a funny alternate title, uh, and then you will be entered. Uh, and we'll pick one at random and send that on to Chuck Webis so he can send out those lovely books.
0: Baby, how long has this been a thing? I had no idea.
1: Like like a day or something. Oh,
0: okay. So it hasn't been like a month and a half.
1: No, it's it's, it's just been up okay. for like a matter of hours. I got like 60 people have filled it out now. Wow. And I'd like to get a bigger sample, frankly. Maybe so that's incredible. I don't know how incredible it really is. Anyone can create a survey on SurveyMonkey. You, know you know what?
0: I'm really impressed, man. Don't talk down about yourself like that. <laughs> I don't care if everybody could do it. I'm, I'm really impressed. You know? And, and, and...
1: You think that should get me a Wikipedia page? <laughs> this, this guy did a SurveyMonkey survey.
0: He did a SurveyMonkey survey, Monkey survey <laughs> that, that upwards of 60 people responded to. That's not bad. You know, it's not too shabby. And then
1: it's like early life, and yeah, (laughs) was born on a chilly Wednesday morning at Bay Medical Center.
0: Those are my favorite, man. The Wikipedia is where, like, clearly the guy wrote it himself. Okay, so this this is a thing on Wikipedia. And tell me if you've run into this. Like, you and I, we both have a uh, proclivity for like Googling Uh obscure people, like obscure people from movies, from from the book world, whatever. And sometimes you run across an obscure person who is in like you know one and a half episodes of saved by the bell in 1991 <laughs> and then went on to do nothing more and you go to their wikipedia page and it's like uh like a 16,000 words long and and yeah it starts like he was born on a on a blustery day in west tennessee and and so forth um and there's always and clearly- a
1: little notation at the top that says like this relies too much on one source and sounds like uh, promotional material. And yeah. if it's not fixed soon, it will be gone.
0: Right, dude. <laughs> let me let me throw you a few names, and you tell me who you think would be most likely to have that kind of Wikipedia page. Okay, okay. I'm I'm just gonna throw out a few names. Um, I I don't even know uh, if these are. No, you know what? The name I was gonna throw out. I okay. So I was gonna say Kirk Cameron, but he had like a standard movie career before he started doing like you know christian yeah. stuff.
1: And he's got a lot of controversy around him and that will always get you on wikipedia for sure. Dude
0: he that's true. He may be a cautionary
1: tale for people who are thinking of making their own wikipedia page cuz I'm sure he or like his assistant or somebody started his page. Yeah. And they had it just how they wanted it and then, you know, like glad or somebody got in there and made it their mission to you know, right, hijack it and right. change it entirely. Now it's all about why they don't like him.
0: I'm going to throw another name at you. Okay. Rick Dukommen. And
1: without <laughs> Dukommen. looking at his
0: Wikipedia page, does he have, like, the life story written by Rick ducommon
1: <laughs> I want to say no. I'd like to think that Dukommen doesn't care one whit how he's portrayed or received.
0: Yes. That's how I'd like to think of him as well. That's how I'd like to think of him as well. I'm I'm with you there. Are you going to check? Dude, I don't know. Should we check or should we just leave it up to, I don't know, like... Should we leave it mysterious? Do you
1: have the technology in your studio to look at Wikipedia? I could.
0: I, no, I could, I could take a look here in my studio. Um, let, me, let me do exactly that. I'm having a look. <laughs> it's you in, right?
1: If it doesn't autofill, then I don't want to know and I don't want to live here, meaning
0: Earth. Dude, here we go. Rick Dukommen, Wikipedia. Richard Rick Dukommen. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, he's dead. No, he's not.
0: Oh, Say he's God. not. No, he's not he dead. Is. Yes, he is. It says he died in 2015, age 62, in Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, yeah, this that's took so a turn. So sad. What? Oh, this should took we a just stop turn. right
1: now? I feel like we should just stop right now.
0: I think in honor of that, we should stop. Let's just stop. Oh,
1: let's disband. Gut check.
0: No, let's not disband because. Oh boy. What wow. would Rick have wanted? Rick would want us to go on as a show soldier on. Yeah. I can't believe I started this bit and I used, I I used him in, and he's not with us anymore. I feel horrible. No, I do. I like all kidding. I feel terrible. Ted, what everyone needs to
1: do right now is go to gutcheckpress.com. Click on the boxing glove and just sit there. Kind of a wash in that audio loop and that picture of Dukommen. And just think about him. Your favorite Rick Dukommen moments.
0: Yeah, that's right. My goodness. So
1: first we lost Hans Gruber. Now we lose Rick oh. Dukamen. Who's next? Like, the oh. lady who played Holly Gennaro? I... Actually, let's salvage this. Do you think she has that kind of Wikipedia page? Who, who
0: who Who is that lady? What What's her name? I don't know.
1: I think it was a very brief 80s acting career.
0: I'm going to look up Holly Gennaro. Holly Gennaro actress. Her name is Bonnie Bedelia. <laughs>
1: That's a great name.
0: She's actually she Amelia Bedelia's sister. She has a Wikipedia page. Let's have a look. Dude, this Bonnie Bedelia, man, she's been in like 150 things. No. She's been very active. No, look Most at, recently I'm what? I'm looking at her Wikipedia page. Um, 2016. Really? She's in a film that's, that's filming right now in 2016 as we speak. And she was in a show uh, that ended in 2015 called Parenthood. Oh, I heard
1: of that. Yeah, that was a reboot of a yeah. failed show from the 90s, which was an adaptation of a movie from the 80s.
0: That's right. Dude.
1: She was in that.
0: Obviously, to us, she will always be Holly Gennaro, Holly McLean, right? Um,
1: That's a Japanese company.
0: It's a Japanese company. So, They're very particular about, about marriage.
1: About what they feed into their cute toy, yeah, if you will. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Baby, let's, uh, let's salvage and end this episode. I, I feel just sick um, about...
1: <laughs> no, let's read the chapter, man. I believe we're on like week 38 of Gut
0: Check Literacy Month. Yeah. Uh, this is chapter 29, baby. Beauty in a Blue Power Suit. All right.
1: This is one that my wife Erin wrote, and it is one of my favorite chapters.
0: With play suspended on the field and security on their way to the light stanchions to remove the hangers on above... The fans have nothing to do but stand around and stare and tweet. (laughs) And within minutes, hashtag Strongbow Messiah and hashtag Who's That Old Guy are trending, just as Van Shrimpy had planned. As the stars dancing in front of Alex's eyes begin to fade a bit, he limps off to the training room in search of ice. With everyone out in the stands or on the sidelines, Alex has the deserted room to himself. He finds an ice pack, pushes it into the front of his pants, and gingerly lowers himself onto a bench, his first time icing a sports-related injury. <laughs> the last time he used an ice pack, it was to cool hipster-approved local micro-brewed Jamaican-style ginger beer in a suitably vintage red cooler for a picnic at an obscure concert in the park put on by a bunch of bands he secretly loathed.
1: <laughs> oh. It's the ultimate
0: hipster situation right there. Sitting there on the bench, Alec takes, Alex takes stock of his situation. Failing English, drowning in homework, girlfriendless, afraid to do what he truly wants to do, form an improv group for fear of failure. <laughs> and as he sinks ever more into despair, he sees Duke Morrison, Kate, and Dr. Wiles confidently striding through the door on their way back from Duke's office, tribulation maps in hand and fire in their eyes. Alex, is it? Wait, wait, wait. I got to do my Morrison voice. <laughs> right. Alex, is it? I see you found the ice, the coach intones, motioning at the bulge in the front of Alex's pants. (laughs) Alex locks eyes with Kate and feels mortification creeping up his spine. (laughs) I think you you better suck it up and come with us, Alex, James Weil says. It's about to get real up in here. Now how am I supposed to say that? (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Come on, Alex, Kate says, impatience for his ineptitude lacing her voice. You're slowing us down. Duke Morrison touches the small of Kate's back and guides her through the room toward the field. At this, Alex reaches into his pants, withdraws the ice pack, and throws it dramatically to the ground as he takes the proffered hand of Dr. James Wiles and pulls himself to his feet. Okay, he says. Let's do this. Not knowing what this is. <laughs> With his gangly arm around James Wiles's broad shoulders, Alex limps onto the field and takes in the tableau. The crowd has shifted now, everyone trying to get a closer look at the crazies up on the lights. Alex can count three figures, the unmistakable silhouette of Ted Strongbow and what seems to be an old but vigorous man in a suit (laughs) at the highest point, and farther below, inching slowly ever upward, the figure of a chubby girl in the wrong kind of shoes. (laughs) Emma, Alex says under his breath, then louder, this is nuts. Ahead of him, Duke and Kate have come to a stop in front of a young man holding a taser and a young woman draped in bullets holding a chain gun.
1: Louis <laughs> Ironsides hasn't run in at least 20 years. It's undignified, but he makes an exception when he spies his beloved daughter on the field and leaps with great aplomb over equipment and benches to reach her. When she sees her father rushing toward her, Carol Ann drops the chain gun and runs to meet him. Only a very small part of her wonders why this hallmark moment has her running toward her father rather than toward her true love, which would have been ever so much more romantic and fitting for a dramatic story such as the one she's living through. But she <laughs> supposes that <laughs> sometimes the plot lines just don't come together all that well in the end. When they reach each other, father and daughter stop short and give one another a more formal embrace than the occasion calls for. But people are watching. Dignity is regained. Ironsides will not run again, of that he is sure. Daddy, there's someone I want you to meet, Caroline says, giving her father's hand a slight tug. They reach Father Vincent, who is standing by, not part of the special moment, but about to be roped in. Daddy, this is Vincent. He's an Anglican priest, and my future fiancé. <laughs> Ironsides snatches back his outstretched hand, as though from the open jaws of a viper. What? He thunders Daddy, Carolan says, rushing on as they are joined by Sylvia, <laughs> Rabbi Pastor, and Max Darby. You'd understand. He saved my life. No daughter of mine will go Episcopalian. You understand? He roars. But never, do you hear? It's not even under discussion. But he silences her with a lifted finger as Carolan chooses a different tack. Daddy, did you see what I have? <laughs> she bounces back to the chain gun and hoists it up. Isn't it cool? I got it from Edith. Edith, Ironside says, "Where is she?" Father Vincent finally speaks up. Incapacitated, he says, "For the moment." But Daddy, Carol Ann continues, "Don't you think this is exactly what we need at such a time as this?" Pfft, Max explodes into practice. <laughs> <laughs> Max explodes into practiced laughter. We can do better than that. Check it out. He pulls the grenade launcher from his army surplus duffel and makes a <laughs> ta-da face. <laughs> then everyone speaks at once. Do you know how to work that thing? Asks Rabbi Pastor. You better hand that over to a professional, says Sylvia. Are you out of your mind? Yells Ironsides.
0: Where do you get that thing?
1: Questions Duke. <laughs> it's all really happening, muses Wiles. You people are all crazy, asserts Alex. It's like a nightmare, declares Vincent. Show off, mutters Carol Anne. Max Darby glares at the line of naysayers. Only the attractive woman in the blue suit with the amazing legs hasn't poo-pooed his grand gesture. You know, I almost worked for NASA. (laughs) I think I could handle a grenade launcher. Darby hoists the barrel to his bony nerd shoulder, looks Kate straight in the eye, and gives the lovely reporter a grin and a wink. Then he takes aim at Van Shrimpy's form high upon the light stanchion, takes a deep breath, and says in an artificially deep voice, I got this. He (laughs) fires. But the grenade is not launched into the sky. (laughs) Instead, it tumbles impotently to the ground, rolls a bit, and comes to rest at Kate's feet. Stunned, Kate is anchored in place. From the corner of her eye, she sees the rest of the group pull back. Some even turn tail and run, but not Alex.
0: Grenade. Kate. No. (laughs) these primitive thoughts form in alex's mind as the egg-shaped device rolls in slow motion toward kate's feet her beautiful perfect feet does he
1: have such a thing for her
0: feet i don't know it's weird this guy he's a little strange this cannot be alex knows this intuitively as he knows his own name or that the best place to take a girl to make out is behind the med center where the dumpsters hide your car (laughs) from the street lights and suddenly and with acute clarity Alex sees how he can turn it all around, how he can fix his broken life, his shattered dreams. Improv means thinking on your feet, staying on your toes, and being ready for anything. Improv means no script. Improv means a chance to shine, even if you're a supporting character. (laughs) He may never finish that paper about beauty in the bluest eye, but he can be a living essay about beauty in a blue power suit and blue spiked heels. (laughs) This would be his moment. This moment. This one. Right now.
1: (laughs) Dr. Wiles! Alex yells dramatically to his retreating professor. This is my essay! Alex throws his slender... (laughs) Alex throws his slender form onto the grenade, a sacrifice to save Kate and make any future relationships she might have, especially one with Coach Morrison, pale in comparison to the heroic last deed of the only man she could ever truly love, he hoped. Nothing happens. Alex has just a moment to feel slightly idiotic, but then... Alex's body is lifted into the air, and he... (laughs) (laughs) And he feels his limbs being separated from his torso. Amid a cloud of dirt and sod, he falls to the ground... Horrified to hear Kate's tortured screams, his waifish body <laughs> his, wave-ish, his wave-ish body is not enough to stop the immense impact of the grenade, and Kate's exposed legs are peppered with shrapnel. Mm. The last thing Alex sees as the dust settles and he fades slowly from this life is Duke Morrison gently picking Kate up, cradling oh. her in his beefy arms, and tenderly carrying her from the field as, as Carol Ann loudly complains seriously her <laughs> oh come on
0: baby that was a hot chapter that was amazing man what a what a great book we've we've written what a beautiful thing we've done um
1: i remember sitting on the couch with erin when she was mm-hmm. writing that and she said what sound do you think a grenade would make when alex jumps on it mm-hmm. uh and it blows him apart and i spelled that out for her that was my contribution to that chapter
0: laugh that was great man no that was beautiful This has been a good app, man. It's it's been. I feel like we spanned the spectrum of emotion here today. (laughs) Um, We've been up. We've been down. Um, Boy, you know, it's it's been the whole human experience here. So, uh, far be it for me to try to 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 add more words to the words that we've already spoken. Um, So we will see you next time.